We have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, Before we get to the notion of Elon Musk and how he is critical and how Joe Rogan is still the most important voice and how Tucker Carlson has pretty much evaporated into nothing, especially when we need it now, I want to discuss something with you, which is a fascinating subject. And that is this notion of Trump derangement syndrome Move over, meet Israel derangement syndrome. People are not able to handle the notion of Israel. They they can't concoct the idea. They can't understand. They can't grasp the notion of what is happening in Israel with Hamas and what's going on right now. They're unable to differentiate it. It is okay to hate with an impassioned savagery, all that is Israel. It's 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 important for people to know that yes, I can do this. Yes, just like I did with with the uh, climate change. Yes, and BLM. Yes, and trans. Yes, I can do this. Yes, and I can hate Trump because Trump derangement syndrome. Move over. It's Israel derangement syndrome. Let me tell you a story. Today we talked to a friend of ours, and uh, we have another friend who owns a an establishment here in the New York area, and he's Jewish, and he put in I don't know exactly the the configuration of source, but he put in this um, planters these little Israeli flags, you know, with the Mogan David, and you know, they're, they're, okay, fine. So he's watching this. This is his place, his country. He's an American. And this kid walks up, maybe 17, 18, grabs one of the flags, steps on it, crushes it, not even sure whether anybody's even watching it. He didn't record it. It wasn't done as part of any kind of a social media statement. He did it just to do it the same way that people have tattoos. The same way, and we'll get to that in a moment too. The, the, the same way that people all of a sudden have these these wild and crazy ideas regarding climate change or regarding uh, climate uh, 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 election denial or J6 or whatever. They go berserk over this notion. They go crazy. They go nuts. And it's part and parcel of a way of thinking. It is an allowed hatred. And the the transmogrification, the transference of being anti-Israel to anti-Jewish. And I would dare say anti-Semitic, and that's not a term I use all the time, but it is now full-fledged, full-bore, out of control, and nobody is doing a thing about it. But if these people grabbed a Black Lives Matter flag or grabbed a some kind of a a trans gay flag, whatever the rainbow, did anything along those lines, they will be charged with a hate crime. Anybody charged with a hate crime that you hear pulling down the pictures of, uh, of I guess, uh, hostages? No. No. If it was anybody, of course it'd be a hate crime. We use hate crime so much that one time, was it Bubba, what's his name, Bubba? There was a, it appeared to be a noose. And it turns out it was a, it was a pull knot 
on a on a garage door. Bubba, whatever his name was. You understand this? You got you, you got this? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what's going? Do you do you do you dig this? Anybody paying attention here? Anybody paying attention? Is anybody paying attention? Do you, do you hear what's going on? Do you see what's going on? Are you following this? This is this is really serious because we are now getting into pogrom style crystal knocked anti-Semitism. Now let me go through this and explain this yet again. Number one, you can dislike, despise, disagree with Israeli military or political policy. Do you understand that? Yes. Is that okay? Of course it's okay. They do that in Israel. They do it in in a lot of folks do that. Regarding military, political, whether Bibi Netanyahu, uh, the Likud party, whatever it is, that's fine. Not a problem. Not a snow sweat. That's what we did. There were people who during the Vietnam War were against the war. Bobby Kennedy was pretty much whacked because he was against the war. Gene McCarthy was against the war. Everybody was against the war. And to show you how demented that was, even then, there were people who were young. There, there, were, there were soldiers who came back, Marines, who came back from Vietnam and were told, ditch your uniform because you're going to be met by people who are going to call you baby killer and spit on you after you have spent over a year risking your life for a cause we don't want anything to do with, they're going to spit on you. And that's true. That wasn't an exaggeration. So this has been, this is nothing new. But we have a new form of this virulent anti-Israel, but, 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 but I, anti-Israel is one thing. It's okay. You can be anti-France, you can be anti whatever in terms of government but anti-jew is a different story when you hear people talk about going on airports you go hey calling out the jews or or or, or going up to somebody who might be wearing either a kippah you know a yarmulke or payas or, or something and then say you should be ashamed of yourself wait a minute there are people in israel who were jewish who were against this this goes to show you the monumental stupidity of people in this country and how nobody cares about them. Nobody cares about this because if this were any other group of people, they'd be called a hate crime. You can't say that to LGBTQI2+. You can't do that. You can't say that to black people. You can't say that to gay people. You can't say that. You can't do that. But Jews? Well. Now, I, for the record, told you, and I have said this repeatedly, Israel, whatever you're doing, Israeli, Israeli government I'm talking about. Now. This is BB and IDF. You're making the biggest mistake of your life. This is this is ridiculous. This is this is folly. You're gonna do you're gonna invade Gaza, you're gonna level it, you will rue this the rest of your life. This is unnecessary, it's wrong. You don't do it that way. Yes, I understand you're trying to get Hamas. Yes, I understand. I I I got it better than anybody. This is not the way to do it. It's not the way to do it. This is, this is, you are playing, you are being played. You are being played by Hamas. 
This is this is this is something which I can't explain to people. I can't explain this to people. I don't think they understand. And it's a very complicated thing. I mentioned this morning, you know, the Waft Party in Egypt, which pretty much created the the uh, um, um, Muslim Brotherhood. The same thing goes for this. And and in fact, it may have very well been, and it is suspected, and it is believed, and it is thought that Israel uh, created, in effect, in essence, um, the uh, uh, created Hamas. Now that notwithstanding. This is this is inc- this is just this is barbaric. So I'm talking to my friend. I said, if I were you, I would take these signs down. He said, but I have a right. What are you talking about? Of course you have a right. But does the name Charlie Hebdo come to mind? You're talking to somebody who who was castigated, excoriated, basically uh, penalized because of an apparent some type of an uh, an apparent uh, affinity. Uh, uh, affinity with Trump. This is TDS, Trump derangement syndrome. This is Israel derangement syndrome. I know all about this. What do you talk? I've been through this before. I've been through this, but this is dangerous. These people are going to hurt you. You do not have a First Amendment right in this country. You might have it from the government, but you don't have any protection against these lunatics. And if somebody hurts you, somebody sets your shop on fire, whatever it is, I'm telling you, nobody's going to help you. Nobody. Nobody, nobody cares about this. This is crystal knock. We're this far away from this. This is a pogrom. It's going to happen. Think I'm exaggerating? You don't know how history works. This is where we are right now. Yeah, we're talking about people who are just talking about nonsense. People who just talk about nonsense. And by the way, you can, you can, how do I say this? Let me see if I can explain this to you. I appreciate what many, many people do by trying to explain. This is very good. Uh, Casper writes something again. Hatred is a form of insanity where one is incapable of the empathy required to listen to an opposing argument. Um, no, no, no. Uh, some, some hatred is fine. Hey, you can hate uh, Al-Qaeda. You can hate the people who... Uh, you were told knock down the towers. You can you can hate uh, serial killers. You can that's fine. You can you can even hate uh, very frankly the Japanese, the Japanese military, the Japanese. We show them by internment. Dear God, hate is just I I don't make any attempt at trying to diagnose behavior. I'm not trying to diagnose behavior. This is what human beings do. This is what they are. I, I don't I don't know why they're like this. But there is somebody today right now, there's a group of people who are so bereft of any kind of um, rational thinking. These are the ones who lose their mind because somebody puts their 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 seat back in a in an airplane. They 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 slide their seat back. Um they uh, they go nuts, they go berserk. The, the Karens who hate you, who will spit at you, the people who get out of cars for road rage. They're, we have people, a big hulking students who will take a teacher and pound her into the ground head first. This, there is a pathology that is evidenced and evinced 
by a group of people, and I'm not sure why. I mean, we could we could just. I don't really care why. I don't really care. But we are heading towards this, and nobody's saying a damn thing about it. Nothing. Nothing. And there are people who are anti-Semitic, who, who hate Jews because Jews are. They think that's Israel, and it's okay to hate Israel. It's exactly right. Then they can't. They can't explain to you why. They 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 can't explain to you why. They can't put into words why they feel this way. Now another subject. I read something that was interesting, which showed that, and I have been talking about this for the longest time. One out about thirty two percent of the population has a tattoo. Thirty one out of three people, and I forget. Um, of of the statistics was it that that numbers blew me away. I mean, blew me away. Um, I I could not believe. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Thirty two percent. This this is by the way. This is from August from Pew Research. Thirty two percent of Americans. Thirty two percent of Americans have a tattoo, including twenty two percent who have more than one. Um, uh, men, uh, <clears throat> 10% of men have it, 12% of women, um, Asian have the fewest tattoos, white, black, white, black are the same, ages, high school, uh, ethnicity, and, uh, I, I will never, and by the way, in, in, now you're going to start to see incredible, um, uh, parlors and services to re to remove or to reverse um, these hideous things, and they are so. I just I just despise them. I despise tattoos. I think they are the most. I mean, just so stupid. It's okay. It's a it's it's your freedom, but it's just it goes to show you. I have no brain. I want to look and be like everybody else. I have a tattoo. I will do whatever I have, a stud, a tattoo. Uh, I will use phrases. I have to be a part of the of the scrum. It's what I have to do. Okay, fine. But by that same, that same particular mentality is what brings people to do and say these terrible things because they are told it's okay and it is cool to hate Israel. It's okay. In fact, it's preferred the more you do the better it is. And as I was telling my friend, you are out of your mind if you dare have anything to show your particular faith or your particular ideas or your thoughts regarding Israel. You can't do this. Nobody wants you. You are on your own. You are on your own. It's done. There is a derangement you can get away with it. You can hate them. And that doesn't mean, <clears throat> and as I've said yet again, the particular, this, this the way Israel is handling this is, is, is wrong. Wrong. You're, you're, you, it means, you, it doesn't mean you don't have a point. It doesn't mean that there's no Hamas, but this is, this is, you're, you're, this is, you can't do this. You, you can't level and invade and destroy Gaza. Now, next. Elon Musk 
is a work. Elon Musk is a, he's kind of a, uh, Elon Musk is a kind of a carnival barker, you know, bit of a work. Tucker Carlson went apeshit when he met Elon Musk. I mean, to the point where it was ridiculous. It was embarrassing. He was like this supplicating, this sycophantic lickspittle bootlicker. Same thing with Andrew Tate. Same way with Portnoy. Um, whenever uh, uh, Tucker thinks that there's an alpha male, whatever he thinks that is, he just he just is drawn to them. He's attracted to them. I'll let you do the math. I'll let you figure out what that means. I'll let you imply your own particular uh, uh, interpretation platform to that. But he has been a waste of time. Um, Tucker Carlson has accomplished nothing. Nothing. He says things that are not good. He says things that are, you know, they, they come in randomly. They come out. He, he drops one here and drops one there. And, okay. It's, it doesn't mean anything because he was only good when he was on Fox. What does that mean? Howard Stern was only Howard Stern when he couldn't say what he wanted to say. Howard Stern never said anything brilliant, funny. He was only good when he was kind of breaking the rules or going to the edge or the pushing the envelope or whatever the particular word is. That was, that, that was Howard Stern. Okay. Now when you say, okay, go ahead and say whatever you want. He's boring. Nobody cares. And nobody listens to this. It's dull. It's just, there's no oomph there. There's no, he never reinvented himself. He never, he's trying not to be serious. To ask Paul McCartney for the umpteenth time whether Yoko split up the Beatles. I mean, this is just so goddamn boring. It's not even funny. Tucker Carlson was only interesting when he was on Fox News. When he would uh, talk to Victor Orban or he would um, take on the role of someone who was seemingly antithetical to the particular, you know, uh, uh, thought pattern of, of, of Fox. If that makes any sense to you. He he is he is he's boring. There's not he's not he's he's not important anymore. And what people are saying is, well, no, I I like him. I didn't say whether you liked him. I'm not talking about that. I am saying there's nothing new. There's nothing dangerous. Alex Jones is probably still Alex Jones because he's dangerous. He says some important things. He he says things that are. I don't know what the word is, but at least it's sort of, you know. And Joe Rogan is still the most important person in the world. But what Elon Musk is doing is he is calling out folks. He is introducing to you not only George Soros, but what George Soros means. Put your money on on um, our good friend uh, Elon Musk. It's the most important, very, very important, very, very critical. And we need everything we need everything uh, that we can get because there is no Republican Party. <clears throat> there is no Republican Party. It's a waste of time. It is complete and utter utter 
hogwash. It is a bunch of bladderoons and poltroons and blatherskites and craven uh, nobody sitting around basically saying nothing. They're saying nothing of any importance. Nothing of any importance to you or me or anybody else for that matter. It's not important. What he's saying and what they are saying is not important. It's not critical. I don't know how to say it. Jim Jordan's the biggest waste of time anybody's ever seen. Jim Jordan, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, the same thing. And you can look at you can look at this, whatever Fox News was, there is no Republican Party. Oh, there's CPAC. <clears throat> you can talk about Ron DeSantis. You want to talk about that? Nikki Haley. It's a joke. <clears throat> it is this pretend they're the Washington generals. They are a pretend uh, group or organization of people trying desperately to act as though they represent some kind of force to be reckoned with, if that makes any sense to you. Does that make any sense? I hope it does. We have no political parties. George, George, Joe Biden is without, he has not been touched. He is unscathed. Nothing. He's laughing at you. You didn't lay a glove on him. Hunter Biden, same thing. Fauci, go down the list. Zuckerberg, the TikTok dude, nothing. It is a waste of time. We don't have any government here. We don't have anything. They don't exist. Okay? Write something pithy about that. Give me some quote, some Ayn Rand quote. Save your time. Save your save your 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 effort. It's a waste of time. We are not doing anything of any importance. <clears throat> we have an election coming up with absolutely no guarantee that it will be protected. None. We have a president. Uh, who will most probably be the Republican nominee, who is on trial for basically nothing. And he is uh, in charge right now for overvaluing. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. In any event, it's a waste of time. And the Republicans cannot wait for him to, to step down. Now, here is the most important person in the world. Xi Jinping, Vladimir Putin, MBS, uh, BRICS plus six, that's it. Not the UN, not the EU, not NATO, those people. Put your money on them. Those guys run the show. We don't. It's over. It's twilight. It's nighty night for the United States. We're not, we're not in charge of anything. We're, there's nothing at all that's important or scary about us. In the least. Nothing. Nothing. We can't even get this story straight regarding Israel or whatever it is. They're going to get $14.3 billion in aid for Israel. Why? Who, get, who really gets it? Is it accountable? Is it accountable? Is it accountable? Let me ask you a question. 
We're going on the record by telling the world we're giving Israel money, which is fine. Do you have a problem with that? Anybody got a problem with that? Anybody? Anybody? Do you think there will be any blowback whatsoever? Do we have anything? Or do we say, you know what? Screw it. We're the United States. We don't care what you think. That's the way that is. We are on our own. The entire world, the street, the Arab street, European street, everybody's against Israel. I'm not saying this is a reason to back up. Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think this is a good idea? I'm curious. Do you think? Did you? Do you think this is a good idea to give $14.3 billion in aid to Israel? Yes or no? Do you think so? Enough with the phrases, enough with the pithy stuff, enough with the corporate cronyism. Answer my question. I'm asking you a question. Do you think this is a good idea? Was it never no? Okay. No. World War III has already begun either way. You think it's a good idea? Anybody? No. Anybody think it's a good idea? I'm serious. There's, there's got to be somebody here who really cares about this. Somebody's got to say, do you think this is a good idea? Do you think this is a good idea? Come on, somebody have to. We don't have the money. Well, they, we never really have the money to begin with because it's not really money. We we give aid to any country that suffers a catastrophe. WTF. We all said no. Well, let me tell you something. Well, what happens if we don't? Here's the bottom line. This is this is the bottom line. And the bottom line is simply this. By the way, uh, we've got 270 people here watching and not everybody is voting. Let me just say this. You've got to ask yourself two questions. Number one, is the cause justified? Great. Number two, is it going to incur the wrath of our enemies? And if so, do we want that? George Ledden says, what we are really talking about here is the war of wills. Can a corrupt government remain in power when the people no longer trust their leaders? Which, which one are we talking about here? But thank you, George. I appreciate that. The United States, Israel, uh, Obama, what? What is going on here? What is going on here? What are we talking about? Who? What government? Do you think we should just let you let Hamas go? Does Hamas win? Is that it? Hamas says, this is terrific. I'm going to go around the world. How do you stop? Who wants to stop Hamas? I do. I do. Absolutely. You don't play like that. You don't play like that. You never want to empower a quote terrorist organization. Countries are countries are one thing. They have to, they have planes with flag with numbers and all that. You don't want to do this. How do you do this? You got to get MBS involved in this, and you got to scare the shit out of these people. You understand this? We are not a part of this. We are not. We when when you give money away, that's going to us. That goes in the same pockets. That goes to Zelensky, military industrial. Where's all this? What is this money for? You buying what? Buying more what? Weapons? What? What do you? What do you? What are you doing here? What is Israel equipped? I'm talking about Israel like any other country. Is Israel equipped to handle a war like this? Most of them are, are reserves. What are we talking about? Where's this money going? When somebody starts a fight, if somebody starts a fight, 
and I see that you've done it. Am I? Is it my job to go in and break it up, or 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 to to stop the person? That, I don't understand this. Now, since nineteen forty eight, all right, since the the Nakba, somebody somewhere has to sit down and say, beginning immediately, beginning immediately, Israel. Dear friends, dear friend, dear ally, whatever you think you are doing correctly, the rest of the world is saying no. And as we speak, I mentioned this this morning, Hamas, not Hamas, Hezbollah and others are going to be involving themselves in, in putting together forces, groups, shock troops, uh, terrorist groups, whatever you want to call them, who are going to be coming here. And what they're going to do is, Hamas is going to be telling you, if you, if you, if this is your friend, fine, you're now our enemy. It's that simple. And you could say to yourself, okay, that's the way it is. Great. Now we're going to have this here. America does not have the stomach to see this. You don't know what it is. You don't know what that is. You won't be able to handle this. If all of a sudden there is some pretty nasty stuff at Mall of America, Las Vegas, Disneyland, Disney World, uh, East uh, Sullivanville, Montana, some little place that nobody ever heard of to show you, okay, America, this is yours. You wanted this. Now you're going to pay to. Now we'll get your attention. You want to keep this up? You keep funding them. You want to keep this up? Go ahead. What happens then? What do we do? Nothing. Do we get do it? Do we get intel to find out who they are? We know who they are. It's in, it's Hamas. <coughs> and you can say whether well, it's Iran sponsor, whether it's Hezbollah, it doesn't really matter. When you see something, if all of a sudden you see it's a small world blow up in, in Orlando, what are you going to do? What are you going to say then? Are you going to give me some pithy phrase? Courage under fire is the mark of a... Um, Maximilian... And, we'll, and we'll, 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 we'll quote something or we'll have a, a meme or some, some trope or something. America doesn't know what we're doing. We talk, this is utter, and and, 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 and please, I'm not trying to be uh, particularly scabrous, but it's a word that means a lot. This is bullshit. This is, this is complete, we have no idea what we're talking about. I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, oh my God. Oh my God, it's going to happen. It, they're coming. And we're, 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 we're talking, I don't know what we're talking about. They had, somebody sent me something. Uh, what is her name? Oh, um, Laura Ingram was talking about that stupid, stupid, stupid uh, story of the parents or people stealing um, candy from somebody's porch. This was a story. This was a story. 
on Fox News. Do you do you hear what I'm saying? Did you do do you hear what I'm saying? On Fox News. How do you how do you even I mean let me answer this? I'm doing the Mark Simone show tomorrow at he's not gonna like what I have to say. What what do you think? Let me try this again. Let me, let me try to explain this. Um, if you want to find out what's happening in this world, you do not go, I promise you, you do not go to anything even remotely called um I guess uh, uh um what do you want to call it? You would you would not call it for lack of a better word uh, or, or go to anything that's on any kind of cable. I was watching today and again I say this because it is so monumentally important. So monumentally important. So 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 critical. I was watching uh, this wonderful piece and it was uh, Palki Sharma on First Post. Uh, Absolutely wonderful. Just wonderful. Wonderful. Brilliant. She was talking about Bhutan and others and and other. it, it, It was just brilliant. And they live in a world where they can kind of see what's going on here because this is clearly, clearly International is foreign policy. And we don't know what's going on here. And remember what I'm telling you. I'm going to say to you, I told you, I told you this was going to happen. I told you, I don't mean to say this. I told you. And what are we going to say? We're going to go, we're going to do what? What are we going to do? We're the greatest and the smartest. Okay, what are you going to do? We're, let's assume there's some catastrophic, some event. Nothing too, too big, but a bunch of Americans killed or Jews killed or somebody's hurt. On our shores, what are you going to do? You know what's going to happen? Nothing. Because Americans don't care. Americans are fat. Americans are bored. Americans don't understand this. Americans have never really had anything. The last time anything even remotely looked important, this was, you know, 22 years ago, 9-11, and that was it. Nothing. We're going to sit around and we're going to yammer and chat and we're going to send little pithy stuff. And most people are going to be doing their their, um, you know, Instagram things, and it doesn't really matter. So what I'm trying to tell you is that just take all of your attention and just look elsewhere because there's nothing going on. There is no intelligent life on this planet or in this country. None. It doesn't exist. I, 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 I can't say it anymore. And Donald Trump, he has me, he has a rally. Donald Trump should be speaking every single day about what's going on in the world. But I've already tired. I've already uh, discussed that one, and that's that's too far. <clears throat> I tried to explain to the day what AGI would look like in this world. It's a waste of time. I just gave up on that one too because they, there, there's something about the subject that I don't know. It doesn't lend itself to this. So I'm going to say, dear, dear uh, Mohammed bin Salman, uh, Xi Jinping, uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, Abdullah, uh, Jordan, uh, every Emirates Cutter, uh, please, uh, let's work with you. We want to work with you because because we're not paying it. We're not doing anything here. Nothing. We're not doing anything here. 
They are still, I told you this before, and forgive me if I'm saying this again because you might have missed it. This is the level of discussion on American right-wing stuff. I think it was Ben Shapiro who was, who along with Candace Owens believed, just speak quickly and hope to God somebody mistakes or confuses fast speech and and uh, celerity with you know wisdom. In any event, I think it was at Oxford or and there was a woman who was a Palestinian Muslim, and she's doing her thing. And Ben is talking about this thing. And they're still arguing about who's right or who's wrong regarding 1948, regarding the uh, the state of Israel. Uh, we're absolutely how monumentally, incredibly crazy is this? Do you understand what's happening right now, my friend? So let me just say this to you, and I want you to listen to me very, very carefully. It's very, very important. Very, very careful that you understand this. We are into the next level of our country, our development, our perdition, contamination, uh, decrepitude, whatever you want to call it. We are there right now. And there are some very important and critical leaders who might be able to help us, whether it's Elon or others. There are other people who provide a waste of time. Somebody sent me today an interview that Bill Maher had with somebody. Say, Jesus, Bill Maher. <coughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm looking elsewhere. I have officially given up on anything even remotely considering, uh, you know, here. We've got some uh, uh, Washington business uh, uh, plan to see kind of what Mrs. L has, I think, a better maybe chance of maybe finding intelligent life regarding, uh, um, you know, child trafficking, I guess. But as far as the rest of the world goes, we're done. This country blew it when it came to um, Ukraine and Russia. Vladimir Putin was 100% correct. He didn't invade anything. He told them, this is a red line. You can't can't do this. And Victoria Nolan said, whatever. And people just jumped onto this. They hate, whatever. And, the same thing. and by the way, you know who turns out to be the biggest flop, the biggest flop, the biggest flop? You know who it is? Bobby Kennedy Jr. Flop. Zero. Going nowhere. He's kind of like a weird, kind of a like a weird band or something. He's like this, you know, he's like, um... You know, he's 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 just nothing. Nothing doesn't happen. Not serious. Not serious. Talks about stuff and you know, whatever. Just can you see just where the momentum is just kind of petering out? It's just it's just going nowhere. And and this is the one that should be picking up. We don't have anybody. We don't have anybody. We don't have anybody. And I know this doesn't make I know this is not the, the best news, but but it but if your answer is, well, what do we do? What do we do? Well, there's not a whole lot you can do. We're in the prison yard. We're in a prison, and we are hoping that the guards and the warden decides to give us a break because we don't have a say here. Do you understand this? Um, the U.S. blew it, George, let's say, when we seize Russia's assets. You know what's funny, George, and I thank you for that. Assets don't grab anything. What do we do to Iran? Did we hurt Iran? No. No. What happens when Iran decides 
to let people have it and reinstitute its nuclear arsenal. What happens then? John McGuire couldn't get higher. Said RFK is a bit like that new Beatles song that was released today. Yeah, you know it's funny you say that. Wasn't that the biggest nothing? Wasn't that the biggest nothing? Nothing. The Beatles existed during a time that does not exist now. Uh, they were fueled and propelled by a a vivacity, by an excitement, by a verve, an elan, by a style that they don't have anymore. They have lost it. Bob Dylan cannot write the way he did then. There are things that just, they are over. There are people who never lose interpretational style, Clapton, Santana. They actually get better. Many, many, um, I think, blues artists and the like. But for new, the idea, the Beatles, in many respects, it's like enough with the Beatles. Enough with it. And I'm so sick of people jumping on board like a bunch of lemmings. John Lennon. If you've ever heard of what John Lennon said, this tragic what happened to him certainly. When he when he and but he and Paul did probably at, at the behest or at the tail end of Pet Sounds with George Martin, inspired by that. When he and Yoko used to go on TV shows, it was the it was interesting, but it was the most mindless drivel I have ever heard in my life. Mindless. At the time it was good. It was, you know, kind of interesting. He was an activist. I will not be surprised if one day we find out that Mark David Chapman was a part of an of an MK Ultra plant. I'm not saying it's true. I don't have any proof of it, but I wouldn't be surprised. It has all the earmarks of it. Just like I wouldn't be surprised during my video of 10-7, their 9-11, being a, a lie hop. It, it's, it's consistent with it. Doesn't mean that it happened, but it's consistent. You can't rule it out. My hop, no. 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 But, but still. And... I am waiting for either a revolution, something new. The people that I would need, if I could take, and I'm, I'm, I tell people this, they think I'm kidding. They think I'm kidding. Joe Rogan is critical, and I love his his curiosity. Alex Jones, if he could get past, if I could just take that spirit of Alex Jones before he started screaming and yelling, before the Elmer Gantry thing came in. If I could get David Knight in my cabinet. David Knight's brilliant. David Knight is, he does stuff. He is so terrific. And it's not so much that I, he's, he's, he's just brilliant. Judge uh, Napolitano is terrific. J Douglas McGregor. By the way, I tried to have on Douglas McGregor I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times. And he's very nice people. And one of his staff wrote back and says, he's busy. He's booked right now. He doesn't have time for you. I, I'm kind of reading into it. I'm saying, but I have more people. He's on a show with like, you know, 3,000 people. I said, you know, we have more people. Let's, 
doesn't matter. It's like, okay, maybe they don't like me. Maybe they just, but, but Douglas McGregor is it. I wanted to have on, uh, at one particular point, it's very, very good. Uh, Alan Dershowitz dropped me like a, just like nothing. Okay. It hasn't been the, so I'm not really into the, you know, you know, when you have a guest on, is it, what am I going to have? You know, but I would love to ask Douglas McGregor questions. Nobody else asks. I don't want him to repeat the same thing. John Mearsheimer is my hero. I I don't know how to. I'm just I'm not. He's on shows where there's no four people watching. I maybe I'm blackballed. I have no idea. I would love to ask him a question that's different than anything else. I don't want to hear him repeat the same story about the red line and how Putin doesn't want Ukraine to be a bulwark. I'm I'm, I'm different than that. But in my world. These people are critical. I would get it in, in my in my cabinet, Palki Sharma, who's brilliant. I would get <clears throat> people who see things from and by the way, lest you think, lest you think I'm um you know what people who want to agree with me. Uh there's things that Amy Goodman says that are terrific. I I I want I'd want her perspective too. A guy that I used to be friends with, who I think he just despises me now, which is okay, is uh, Webster Tarpley. He is a bona fide genius. He says things that I don't agree with, but that doesn't mean anything. From a historical point of view, he's brilliant. there, There are a lot of people that I would want in my cabinet to help frame. You know, the when you see the murmurations, when you see starlings move, when you see this, what do you see? You see groups of people. They're all different. They don't really agree with each other, but they're moving in concert. And I need, I think one of the most important voices around today that we could do more to turn people on to science and, and Max is Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman is, a, is, a, is an absolute... Ju- one of the most powerful voices, bar none. And this is just me. He would be in my cabinet because I would. I want people to find science and everything cool. I want them to find this to be interesting. And I would have these people that might or might not. Um, I've tried sometimes to listen to, um, because remember, you 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 might. I don't want people who are necessarily in agreement with me. I just don't want somebody who's an obstructionist. Rachel Maddow says some things. I, I don't follow her enough, but she said some things which are very, very interesting. We don't really disagree. We have a different view. And my world is far more brutal. It's less idealistic. There's a brutality to what I'm... I don't believe in what should, shouldn't be, whether it's a sin, whether it's right. It's just the way it is. Um, it's it's called realism. This is the way it is. I've got one friend of mine who is a prototypical, hates Trump with a passion. She's very, very staunch, very powerful Jewish woman, very pro. And I said, you see the way they're acting uh, with you regarding Israel? Yeah, I said, that's the way you are with Trump. I said, you just don't understand it. 
Let me ask you something. Is there anybody here who thinks that the Palestinian cause is lying? Do 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 you think anybody when when these people talk about apartheid and you hear these horrible stories, do you think Uh-oh. I got this Bankman Freed. Hang on a minute. I just got this. Wait a minute. Found guilty on all counts in crypto trial. Bankman Freed. Guilty. Let me give you this one. Just saw it right now. This is the, uh, I don't know if this is the, uh, I got this is this is great news. That mother, I despise that punk. Um, hang on. Let me just post this, just for whatever it's worth, my friend. Unbelievable. See, this is why I love. This is why I love the internet. This is this is this is why I love it because it's immediate. It's so fast. But let me go back to what I'm saying. Let me go back to this thing with you. Do you recognize the fact? Do you understand the fact? Do you do you see the fact? Do you first grasp that everything that we are doing right now, everything. By the way, someone said, "Never doubt a jury." Uh, never, never doubt a jury to convict. I was not feeling very, very good about this trial. From what I was seeing from afar, he could have very been. He could have found found guilty of one. They could have acquitted on the last two. Maybe a lesser included. No, I, I thought it was. He took the stand. It was very, very scary, very interesting. But, but I dig, but I digress. You've got to first figure out what is it that we're going to happen <laughs> what 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 exactly what how do we say this i want you to be in the position where you recognize the fact that this 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 and this are what's happening not what should be but what's happening this how we got here, I don't know. Who knows? Okay? But you must recognize this fact. And you got to ask yourself, what is the responsibility? What do we do next? John McGuire says, uh, Gus, question, Matthew Russell Lee from Inner City Press, he seems boring on Twitter, but an interview format fantastic he has on Viva Fry a while back, and he's in New York. Interesting. That's good. Thank you. Um, thank you. I, I will certainly look into that. Um, but but I I don't want to have a guest. Just have a guest. I don't need to have a guest because I want to ask him a question. I don't like Viva Fry. Great guy. Great. Don't have anything to ask him. Not interested. Uh, his lawyer, uh, the lawyer. I don't really have anything I want to, you know, discuss. There are people that I'm that I'm interested in in terms of I'm fans of. Mearsheimer is is um, 
Yeah, I told you, Miriam McDonald, McGregor, rather. Those are people I want to kind of talk about because they, they, I want to ask them a question because they know something about a particular thing that I don't know about. Military in particular. Military. Military fascinates me. Military fascinates me. I love the the way, let me tell you about it, who, who does a wonderful job. Listen to any Tom Ricks article in his book called The Generals. What Matthew Ridgway did, what 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 military is about? What what is military? What is the number one thing? What does military do? Military is basically kills people and destroys property. That's it. That is it. Do you understand that? That's all it does. That's what military does. Military military doesn't make the platform. Doesn't make the policy. Doesn't. So you tell me what to do. I'll do it. We will do it. What do you want to do? Then provide it's not immoral. You 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 want to. Uh, 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 carpet bomb uh, Vietnam? Great. Great. Got it. Got it. Is that what you want me to do? Got it. This is the most ridiculous thing. I will never understand how, for example, I would have said to, to Israel a long time ago, we are not going to go in and blast Gaza. We're not going to do this. The people who run, the people who run, the people who run Hamas, we got to get to by going to their boss. And their bosses are the ones who determine what's going on. Their bosses are. What do we got to do with them? We got to make it look like we're fighting. But this is this is the bottom line. What do we need to do? If Qatar wanted to cut off, if if the Emirates, if everybody said, all right, that's enough. This isn't going anywhere. We're losing ground here. It will be over within a heartbeat. Hamas isn't going to go against them. Hell no. They're saying, you go ahead. The world's with us. The world's behind us. We've got the wind at our back. That's what we're going to do. That's how you stop this. Not You're not going to blow up Gaza. No. No. Same thing with Vietnam. People said, we never had the chance to win Vietnam. No, we're not going to win Vietnam. It's a different, it's a different, it, no, that's not, that's not it. Unless you nuke it, you're not going to do it. You don't have the firepower. Gulf War One versus Gulf War Two, completely different. What are you going against? Why do you go against Hezbollah? See, there are some fighters out there that are really serious. Turkey, serious, serious fighters. Infantry, one on one. Next question: Where are you finding them? You're finding them over there. Ooh, can you imagine if somebody came here? Imagine for a moment, all of a sudden at the at the southern border, Turkey is lining up and they're moving in. Uh, huge battalions, divisions, brigades of Turkey soldiers coming in up through Texas. And all of a sudden, I'm turning to my black brother, my Jewish brother, my Chinese brother, American. I'm going to say, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to do this. You don't do that. You don't come to our country and do this. No. Plus, we know where everything is. We know where, where to hide. We know where all the stuff is. You're not going to win. <clears throat> it's just, it's you know, war is very, very simple. It's kind of simple. What's the terrain? What's the weather? What is it? How are you doing it? Is it on water? Is it on what? what? How are you going to get them? You know, house to house? Is it Fallujah? Is it Mogadishu? What is it? Tell me. Do we have any naval battles anymore? I don't know. Do we really need? I mean, they're they're great to launch. Did you know that according to um, some, 
that our aircraft carriers had to be out in, beyond Sicily to 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 not be subject to the range of rep missiles. So I mean, so all this talk about war and everything is just a complete and total waste of time. The bottom line comes down to simply this: Israel's going to end this battle. Is going to end when somebody picks up the phone and says, "All right, that's it. We're going to talk quietly." BB send your guy. By the way, why is BB son in Florida? What the hell's that all about? Get your ass over there. Put in a pair of fatigues. I don't care if you're in the front line. I kind of dig that. What are you doing? What are you nuts? This is BB. What? I don't get it. I don't get it. George Lenz said the U.S. would have uh, the home field advantage. Oh, that's exactly right. And also remember one thing, George. When somebody is fighting for their for their own country, it's a different story altogether. Dear friends, I thank you. You've been more than kind. Thank you so much. George Lenz, thank you. John McGuire couldn't get higher. You have been so, so very, very kind. Thank you for this. I hope you are seeing this brand new uh, video. Meet Israel Derangement Syndrome was 10-7 LIHOP. Make sure you go back and check. Make sure you're, you're subscribing to all these, which is very, very critical in any event. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. Don't ever change me that sincerely. You have been more than kind and more than fair and more than observant and more than sapient. I thank you for that. We will see you next time, uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, remember these particular words, these these final words. Uh, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.